In a world where truth is suppressed, information is censored, and alternative ideas are silenced, one group refuses to be muzzled. Despite shadow bans on social media, low downloads, and crickets on Patreon, one group refuses to be a mainstream media puppet. Today, we honor that one group, the heroes of the cannabis airwaves. Ladies and gentlemen, put your hands together for the Podcasters. All right, everyone. Thanks for joining us and welcome back. We have another great show in store for you today. Michael Patterson is here to speak about his podcast, The Cannabis Report. Michael, welcome to the show. Big Dan. How you doing, buddy? Great to be here. (laughs) I'm I'm glad we could reschedule this. We had a little disaster last week, but we're back on track and it's good to see you. Thanks for doing this. I listen to a lot of podcasts and I got to say right now, your show could be the most entertaining cannabis podcast I mean, the back and forth you have with your brother is super funny, but it's also super refreshing because most cannabis podcasts are pretty dull. I got to say they're pretty serious. <laughs> Did you see like a programming gap as a reason to launch the show or this is just you guys? First of all, if, if you haven't watched the show, it's the Cannabis Report with Michael Patterson. You can find us on YouTube. Just put in the Cannabis Report with Michael Patterson and we'll come right up. And so I have an identical twin brother and that's why people need to watch on YouTube. And so he and I <laughs> bust on each other all the time. And so our idea was I wanted to do a show that could bring knowledge to people, but first of all, not be boring and also connect the dots and say, why are these things are happening with cannabis in the world? How does that affect me in Missouri or me in Idaho or New York State? And so I felt like there was an area that we could fill to where people could learn a little bit about cannabis, you know, more superficial stuff, and then also have a great time and listening to all the stuff we have great guests on who are from the industry from all walks of life, whether it be pharmaceutical grade or they're doing CBD or THC or D8 or whatever the case may be. Our goal is to give that good overview of the industry so people understand how it works, but also how they can potentially participate down the line. The other thing is the combination of the rapport you have with your brother, and you're also pretty vulnerable. Like you tell actually stories that happen to you. And I think that makes you endearing to the audience. Like they, they actually connect with you on a personal level, which I think goes a long way. And, you know, I'm going to let you tell this story, but there's a story from Barcelona that I think maybe you might need to share with our listeners just to give them an idea how you can get personal. So I got contacted through LinkedIn, through a group that said, hey, we need speakers. We'd love to have you. And then I started talking to them. They weren't medical. So they were doing a a CBD award show. And so they really needed somebody to set up the judging process in the panel. So I went over there and it was just the the most amazing thing in the fact that I got to meet all these people and, and we had a great time. But when we were doing the planning meeting, I was the only person there who did not have a tattoo. And so I literally was discriminated against because I did not have a tattoo. And so if you haven't seen me before, I'm really pale and and white and pasty and dressed like a a, a normal business guy would. And a lot of times people don't understand, you know, when they, they look at you, they have preconceived notions. For me, to be honest, I was living in an illegal state for cannabis for many years. And so I didn't want to be profiled to where I would get pulled over or what have you. And so I find that if I just fit the role and look like a boring white guy, 
then nobody's going to stop me. So that's what I've done and taken that persona. And so I want to be a proponent for cannabis, but I think it, it, it just proves the point of we're all going to get looked at and discriminated against in different ways. And so sometimes you need to use those stereotypes to your advantage and not as a disadvantage. Who would think that you would get discriminated against because you don't no, have, I have a, a tattoo. tattoo? Yes. And I didn't have a, ear, a nose ring or earrings or, or green hair. And a lot of those people did. And I was cool with that because the biggest thing that I see in cannabis, it unites everybody from all different walks of life. And so that is the beauty of the plant. I never would have met any of those people, Dan, if it wasn't for cannabis. So I'm so grateful. Yeah, you're right. You're right. But sometimes you do feel like you're not. <laughs> close, I didn't fit but... in. No, I didn't fit yeah. in. But I asked him a simple question. I said, if we get pulled over by the police, is anybody going to put I said, are they going to stop me? Or are they going to stop you? Oh, mate, they're totally not going to stop you. I said, right. Exactly. <laughs> okay. Because I looked apart. So we just yeah. kept going into that and we were joking about it in a positive light to bring it to the forefront about stereotypes in society and so how cannabis has a huge stereotype. And so I said, you can't stereotype me as being the man and being bad just because I look a certain way and vice versa. And so it was great discussion. It was a great uh, partnership and I'm still very close to them in the World CBD Awards. We had to move our next show to uh, July. So I'm now the, uh, July 2022. I'm the CEO of the World CBD Awards now. And so it's a great partnership that we work with. So I'm very excited about doing it. Man, that's <laughs> the guy with no tattoo is the president of the right, show. Right. It's the, guy, the guy just showed up from America and just, I was like, okay, great. No, that's so cool. Let's jump back to your show. I want to talk yeah. about your show just a little bit more. It's super polished from how you introduce your sponsors to you insert music and their sound effects. And it feels like a professional radio show. And a lot of old school podcasters will argue that podcasts should be raw and unedited. Do you think listeners are moving away from that type of show? Between you and me, I think there's just so many shows out there. So how are you going to make your show better to, and more palatable to the ear and to the eye? And so to me, we developed that show based off a show that I would want to watch. And so that's kind of how we created it because I wanted to have segments. If you haven't seen our show, we have segments. We do the introduction. We do the news with analysis. Then we go into a guest and then we go through an entrepreneurial tip of the day as well as a champion of the week. We try to highlight people who probably aren't making a lot of money in this industry, but they're doing a lot of great good for everybody. So we try to have yeah. that whole format to where people can get used to that. And then you can turn into different sections of the show that you want to listen to if you don't want to listen or watch the whole thing. But I think for us, it was more of we wanted to do a show that we would want to listen to and watch. And that's what we do. You brought along a clip actually yes. from one of my favorite shows. Set it up for us. Okay? Sure. So this is the season finale of season one. And we had a guest on Ryan McKeever and Jada McKeever, which are getting ready to have a new streaming show this fall called Hemp Valley, Colorado. And so they came into the studio and we just agreed to have a great time and have a great talk. And so what you're going to hear is Ryan and Jada talking about what they want the show to be for them on television. And it parallels to our show in uh, the Cannabis Report. Well, let me play it. Hang on. There's a thousand documentaries on CBD. Right. You know, the molecule and breaking it down and showing the graph. And there's a lot of boring it, ones. Yes. So <laughs> That's boring. where you're getting at. Right. Yeah. There's Super a thousand boring. of them. Right. But there's nothing really about the characters. Who are these people right. Right. The that person, are in the, this industry? Yeah. Who is the hemp girl? Right. <laughs> <laughs> and no, who are I do they? think that's what we want to do. We want to normalize CBD. And then I think season two is going to go into normalizing THC. And right. so. I think well, it's great. 
Yeah, that that was a great. You guys were cracking me up that whole interview. We were cracking ourselves up. So our whole <laughs> philosophy is nobody's probably going to listen to this. So let's just have a good time. <laughs> yeah, and those guys are onto something. That live streaming show. This they're into their second season already. Yeah, Duff. they're starting to record. They're start recording season two, and I did about two or three shows for them. And the plan is, and when COVID starts to to die down, the plan is to come overseas with me and follow me through Europe and Africa and potentially Australia for the the back path of season two. And because we really want to let people see what is international cannabis and how does it work. I mean, to me, I would love to watch that, even though I'm going to be experiencing it, but I would love to watch it too. So I'm like, hey, let's come together. And so I've tried to work with Ryan and Jada to help them with story ideas in into season two because they're on to something and I want to help them to, to be a success because if we can educate more people on THC and CBD, then legalization will continue to move forward and more people will normalize it. Man, I, like I said, I love that show. And, you know, it just keeps going back to this, making it light, making it entertaining, First, it's entertaining, and then we're and then before you know it, oh my gosh, I just learned something. I, I, have I, learned, I learned something. Oh no! <laughs> you can watch uh, when season two start. When are we going to start? Kick this season? fall, we haven't have it. We're we're hoping to start filming in September, and so we should have shows out by October. And so we typically do ten or eleven shows per season. So that's our goal. We have a lot of guests right now wanting to come on, which is exciting. And so we're definitely excited to get season two to be bigger and better. Go back and binge on season one. Go to YouTube and go back and binge on season one. And then, Michael, this was a lot of fun. Thanks for being on the show today. Dan, thanks so much, buddy. I love seeing your bricks and all the disaster you have with the water in your place. <laughs> it's great. Thanks for listening to today's show. To check out more great cannabis podcasts, go to podconnects.com. Here's a preview of one of our other shows. I'm Larry Mishkin, and I'd like to invite you to join Rob Hunt and me on our weekly podcast, The Deadhead Cannabis Show. Each week, we explore the latest cannabis and jam band news and reminisce with other deadheads and jam band lovers about the great musical acts that we've seen and heard. Check out a new episode every Monday.